we mm. actually do as past life regressionists is we ask someone to go to a past life that mirrors a challenge they're going through in their current life. So our mm. past life is actually giving us guidance for where we are today, but also showing us mm. a past life. It answers that curious part inside of you, but it actually goes even further. It's actually your past life, your previous knowledge that you've gained in past life, it's like being passed down to where you are now. It's like hidden knowledge, a treasure chest that you can find, yeah. which is really amazing. So it's not just for curiosity. You're actually really getting guidance of like, what should I do now? Like, imagine you have like this burning question, like, am I in the right path? What should I do? A, B, C. But your past life, if you do a past life regression, can really help you choose the right path for yourself, which is amazing. People can go to talk therapy for years and they don't sometimes get these revelations as fast as you can when you dig into your subconscious mind. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Unleash Thyself. I am Constantine Morun, and today we're journeying back through the intriguing world of hypnotherapy and past life regression. For those wondering about the magic of hypnotherapy or curious about the mysteries of our past lives, you're in for a treat. Our special guest, Jessica Wheeler, isn't just any hypnotherapist and traveler. Imagine journeying through 46 countries, capturing the essence of humanity in every corner and channeling that wisdom to understand the spiritual realms that lay beyond our horizon. That's Jessica for you. Living in six diverse countries and immersing herself in amazing cultures has allowed her to tap into the soul's mysteries. She is a licensed hypnotherapist based in LA, and through spirit explorations, she uses the tool of hypnotherapy to guide others into their past lives, offering profound insights into the soul. Now, in today's episode, we'll explore the wonders of hypnotherapy and its transformative power how past life regressions can offer insights both into our present and the future. A quick look at my personal experience with hypnotherapy, the beautiful enigma of in-between lives and the concept of soul families, the interconnection between exploring our planet and understanding our spiritual essence, and of course, so much more. But before we embark on this enlightening adventure, if our dialogues spark curiosity in your heart, Please give us a like, subscribe to Unleash Thyself, and share your thoughts in the comments or reviews. Your support fuels our journey to inspire and empower every beautiful soul on their amazing journey. So, are you ready to delve deeper into your essence, understand the world, and explore the realms that lay beyond? Let's set sail. Welcome back to Unleash Thyself, the podcast that inspires and empowers you to unleash your full potential. I am thrilled to welcome Jessica Wheeler to the show. Jessica, we can't wait to hear more about the experiences and insights that have led you to where you are today and your unleashed moment, the moment you knew you are on your own path to becoming the best version of yourself. Jessica, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast, Constantine. Looking forward to Thank it. Thank you. So, Jessica, I know before we dive into what you do as a hypnotherapist, past life regression, and all the other beautiful things you do, let's uh, chat a bit about how you got to this point. Because I would imagine you don't grow up thinking, you know what, one day I'm going to be a hypnotherapist. 
<laughs> no, not at all. No, it's definitely been a progression for me. Um, just trying to discover who I am along the way and also just kind of just deciding like, you know how reality just hits you. You grow up, you have these certain standards that your parents, that life wants for you. But I always knew I was different. And my whole life has been just to try to figure out these mysteries of who mm. I am and a little bit like what's more behind the veil. I have to yes. say that I have always been intuitive. And luckily enough, my mother did tell me as I was growing up that this runs in the family. So luckily I had her support. She's like, yes, if anything happens, this is natural in our family. A lot of people won't understand it. I'm here for you if you need to talk about anything. But of course, sometimes it's a little bit awkward to talk to anyone about anything. So my whole life has just been trying to figure out who I am, what I can provide for humanity, and also just trying to help people open up to maybe their own spiritual awakening and just like take it on the course that feels most comfortable and secure for them. And I love that message at the very end there. Absolutely. And I, I'm with you. I also grew up challenging the norm a bit and thinking there's more to life than what uh, we're being shown around us. And it's beautiful that you had someone that had your back, so to speak, and you could chat, but it was still difficult, right? Because society made it such a taboo to talk about these topics. Yes. And what would you say you truly opened up to the idea that, you know what, the spiritual path is the path you want to follow? You know, I would say that only happened about 10 years ago. So I, I did live a more conventional life in a way. And I've, I've been doing my own research and expansion with uh, just spirituality in general. But when I finally, I guess we could say, unleash myself was when I started my own business when I was living in Asia. I was there, I was teaching English as a foreign language, but while I was there, I was also just diving into like spiritual practices and finding the right mentors and teachers. And uh, I guess doing that has really helped me build my confidence to just go for what I want. So I started my own business. It's called Spirit Explorations. I've been doing it ever since, I guess, since like the last 10 years, I would say. That's, that's beautiful. So let's talk a bit more about what you do today. I did touch a bit on it at the beginning. So hypnotherapy sounds to be at the base of it. Yes, yes. But then you do something, I would say, different than what you see many people do, which is past life regression, which is a topic that I've been interested in and have done some research in and have heard that people do it, but a lot of people don't know what it is. Yeah. So maybe let's touch a bit on both and we talk a bit about hypnotherapy and know how it ties into past life regression. Yes, I am primarily a hypnotherapist that specializes in past life regression. I can't wait for you to finally have your own experience. I hope it happens one day. Maybe I'll be okay, a past well. life regressionist. <laughs> So yeah, this is my area of specialty. It is a little bit strange. Not all hypnotherapists do this. Please understand this isn't exactly common for most hypnotherapists, but I have a natural pull towards it because when I was meditating and working with my own spirit guides, I was asking like, what is my purpose in life? Like, please tell me, please give me guidance. I'm open and willing to like go forward with this. And they told me such a a strange answer and a little bit heavy at the time was you're supposed to help people be less afraid of death. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's not what I was expecting to hear. <laughs> that sounds a little bit challenging, but I like it. And I'm like, how am I supposed to do that? But the thing is with spirit guides is that they don't always just tell you all the answers. They want you to figure it out for yourself. So I'm like, okay, let me think about what I can do. So it was a little bit like following the breadcrumbs. They did like give yes. me little 
pushes, I would say. There are some great books out about past life regression. I, I think I, I think that really sparked it for me, reading those books. There's like certain books by like Dr. Brian Wise and Dr. Michael Newton. They were psychologists that were actually just doing regular hypnotherapy sessions on clients, but the clients were going actually back into their past life. And going into their past lives, they were also going into the afterlife. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So that got me really intrigued. Let's use that word. And I'm like, wow, this sounds really fascinating. I want to do this. So I then got certified as hypnotherapist. I actually moved to California from Asia just to do this because I couldn't find the training I wanted in Asia. So I'm like, okay, let me find out where I can go to get trained. And I made this huge move across the ocean (laughs) to California to get trained as a past life regressionist. So that is what I'm doing currently right now. And I must say that when you do have a past life regression, you are experiencing Okay, let me backtrack a little because sometimes I say past life and people think that they're going to a prior time in their current life. Sometimes they can get confused. But no, this idea is about exploring the concept of reincarnation and actually going to previous lifetime. And I remember even during my training, I was just so, I don't know, floored by the things that were coming up when we were, I guess, doing practice sessions on different clients. And I was just hooked. I'm like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. I've done so many amazing things in my life, but what I'm witnessing right now, it's blowing my mind. I can't believe what these people are accessing and understanding. And they're just getting all this information, beautiful information. And then I just knew like, okay, this is my purpose. I want to give myself, like, I want to give my all to this purpose and just see how far I can go. Not only for my own understanding, because I'm researching and understanding this concept, but also just like helping people along the way do the same. Oh, that's awesome, Jessica. Thank you for explaining that. Because I was going to ask you, what does it mean to do a past life regression? You answered it. But before we dive a bit deeper into past life regression, you said something that I really resonate with as well, which is the idea that when you get your downloads, when you talk to your spirit guides, when you talk to your higher self, God, the universe, whatever one believes in, the messages are more vague in the sense that, okay, you know what your purpose is. But to me, that resonates so well, and it makes sense because... There is not just one way to achieve a goal or to achieve a purpose, let's say, in our life. There are so many different beautiful ways to get there and different tools to use. And that makes sense to me. Why confine yourself to like just one method that someone else tells you it's much better if you discover it yourself and see what really resonates in your heart. And it sounds like you've discovered that. And that's, I would say, the magic in all of this. And I wish for everyone in the audience as well to be able to find what's in their heart that truly speaks to them and says, okay, you know what? This is what I want to do to fulfill whatever purpose I believe I have on this uh, planet. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I really love that part. Now, when it comes to past life regression, from your experience, what are some of the biggest aha moments people get? Like what's, let's say, what's the point of knowing what I did in my past lives? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, before I even knew too much about past life regression, I was like intrigued about, okay, who was I in a past life? This is general curiosity. Like maybe I was, you know, in Egypt or France or whatever. I didn't know how extensive this experience was going to be. What we Mm. actually do as past life regressionists is we ask someone to go to a past life that mirrors a challenge they're going through in their current life. So our past life is actually giving us guidance 
for where we are today, but also sharing as a past life. It answers that curious part inside of you, but it actually goes even further. It's actually your past life, your previous knowledge that you've gained in past life. It's like being passed down to where you are now. It's like hidden knowledge as well. It's like a treasure chest that you can find, which is really amazing. So it's not just for curiosity. You're actually really getting guidance of like, what should I do now? Like, imagine you have like this burning question, like, am I in the right path? What should I do? A, B, C. But your past life, if you do a past life regression, can really help you choose the right path for yourself which is amazing that's beautiful and i love the way you answered that because i mean curiosity by itself Mm -hmm. is good enough for many people just say hey i want to see what i did in my (laughs) previous life or at least in one of them yeah exactly and then you have the cherry on top where you can bring knowledge that can aid you in your current struggles or your current life and that's a beautiful way to look at it like anything else you do in life right Mm -hmm. if you can find those bonuses those extra things you can get out of it that propels you further why not go for it? gold nugget so let me ask you this then i would imagine that of course every soul every person is different some of us have had maybe more lives than others but i would imagine in a session with you and you correct me if i'm wrong or with anyone that does passive aggression do you usually just go and look at one life or do you dive into multiple lives or whatever comes up in that moment it's usually whatever comes up i mean i am helping people along the way in the past life regression through the act of hypnosis. I would say that it is overall governed by or overlooked by your higher self or spirit guide. So even people who are a little bit hesitant about it, they're like, oh no, what happens if I see something I don't want to see? I'm like, that's very unlikely to happen because you have these cushions. I don't know. Maybe I could say it like that. Like your spirit guides won't necessarily show you anything you're not ready for. So that's something really I'd like people to keep in mind. I mean, as you do more past life regressions, as you're more open, I mean, you might see, you might go, you might dig a little bit deeper, but in general, you, your spirit guides, higher self kind of know where you are on your evolution of, um, spiritual openness and they pretty much just give you what's necessary in the moment hey it's constantine here and i want to take a brief moment to truly thank you for being a part of this incredible journey of transformation you are the reason we are creating this content i see you and i appreciate you your support truly means the world to me i want to ask you for a small favor i'd love for you to join our mission by hitting like subscribe, or leaving a thoughtful comment or review. Your engagement helps others discover these insights and together we can continue to unlock the power of authenticity and personal transformation. And if you want to reach out directly to me, send me an email at constantine at unleashedyself.com. I value any and all feedback. Thank you for being a part of this movement. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, I like what you need to see. I, I like that idea. And I'm also wondering then how much control you have over what comes through as well, because I participated in a hypnotherapy recently just for past, or not past life, but at the younger self okay. trauma. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And I was in control the entire time. And I would imagine with this, it'll be very similar. We're in control. So if you see something you don't want to see, at least that you think you don't want to see, you can likely stop it. Absolutely. This rarely happens that someone wants to stop it. But of course, in hypnosis, anytime you want to come out of it, you just open your eyes. But I mean, that has actually never happened in any of my sessions, because as a trained hypnotherapist, we also have different um, techniques that we can use. I would say zoom out from a certain scene if it feels too emotional for someone, like to be able to watch it on a movie screen, for example, and not have such intense emotion. If that's what 
I would say the client wants, okay, but sometimes it's good also just to feel those emotions. Yes. I know exactly what you mean with that. You know, it's literally, I did a hypnotherapy session this week and it was my first time. I never looked, you know, I never considered myself as someone that would do one. And then I said, you know what, I'll do it. And yeah, it was one of the strongest and most powerful things I've done in my life in terms of healing, in terms of healing and everything that was allowed to come up and, and heal itself or me doing the healing. So that's why I'm really intrigued by this because there's so many avenues, there's so many tools one can use to really help themselves grow and get to the next level. I know you said you specialize in hypnotherapy and of course a further specialization is the past life regression. So I would imagine you also do regular hypnotherapy where you help people with their current life and issues they may face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like you mentioned, you did age regression. So you can go back in earlier years or certain moments. Yes, I do that as well. But also hypnotherapy can be used for just a series of certain aspects about yourself. You either want to change or enhance. So, I mean, I use hypnotherapy even on myself. Uh, I do it for like sleep, like better sleep or more confidence or just depends, whatever I'm feeling. But I would say hypnotherapy is also really great if you're trying to stop or quit a certain habit like smoking. It's going to be good for weight loss, public speaking. I mean, it's really, it's almost endless, honestly. Yeah. Because the way I understand, I'm curious to see your take, it's all about our subconscious mind and all the learned behaviors we've acquired in this life and possibly even in previous lives, if we were to look at it that way. And hypnotherapy allows you to access those parts of your subconscious mind that otherwise you wouldn't be able to. Exactly. And essentially heal those parts that you'd no longer find useful, but they're still traumatic, but also allow you to essentially change the programming in a way. Mm-hmm. We're always growing. So there's always going to be something about ourselves that we want to work on. So maybe we have one thing that's going on and we finally graduate from it. But life happens. So there's always going to be things that are happening in our life, popping up. And I think hypnotherapy is just a great tool to kind of get you where you want to be. So I will say some people do think like hypnotherapy is a magic pill. And to some extent, it can be. But I don't want anyone to think like one session is enough. I mean, occasionally it is, but normally it's about repetition. So I kind of say hypnotherapy is like vitamins. Like if you're trying to like have better health, like add hypnotherapy to your routine. It's going to get you to the place you want to get to much faster. Yeah. Yeah. I love you said that because uh, the more digging I do in various practices, various tools, there's no magic pill, right? Otherwise everyone would be doing it by now. (laughs) So we know that's not the case. And it is about peeling those layers back. And once you did something, once you integrate whatever you learned, you put in the practice, maybe there's time to go digging further and further. And I look at myself as well. I did this one session. There were four different younger versions of me I interacted with and I got to heal and and learn from. But they just uncovered more and more stuff that I could potentially go in and do more work on. So it's up to each individual to realize, okay, when do you want to continue the work? Because the work never stops. That's been a big moment for me, right? It's like, it will never stop because you continue learning and growing as as an individual on this planet, as a soul at this moment in time. So why would you want the learning to stop, right? So it's a matter of how much do you want to dig and how much sometimes pain and emotion you're allowed to come up so you can heal and move on past that. You can, you can take it in increment. I would say even my very first hypnotherapy session, which came on in a spontaneous situation, someone just, I was actually mm-hmm. doing a Reiki course and the guy who's leading it, he's like, oh, I also do hypnotherapy. If anyone wants to just have a spontaneous hypnotherapy session and i'm like okay i'll give it a try i had no idea what i was in for it was so powerful 
I actually did some work with my inner child and what came up for me was just so profound that I left there just like, I got to make major changes in my life and I don't know how I'm going to do this. But you know, people can go to talk therapy for years and they don't sometimes get these I don't know what I want to call them, revelations, as fast as you can when you dig into your subconscious mind. And I could actually feel it working too. My eyes were doing like the the REM movements, the REM, and I could feel like I was really in that moment. And I was, I had tears in my eyes, things were just coming out of my mouth that I was like a little bit surprised to hear myself say. I'm like, oh, this is buried inside of me. I had no idea my inner child felt this way and needs this attention. And I'm like, I have to make a change in my life. So, I mean, you can have the hypnotherapy session. What you do with it after is up to you, but it often does require like changes, act, action step. Hypnotherapy, it it brings everything to the surface, but what you choose to do after is still up to you. Yeah, and I love you said that because it's really about awareness. Hmm. Like you said, you were not even aware those things existed mm-hmm. and were causing issues. And now because you became aware, now you can do something about it. And the healing starts in that moment. Mm-hmm. But then if you don't continue the healing, what's going to happen? Right? What's going to happen to that part of you? I mean, maybe it gets healed if you're lucky, mm-hmm. but likely not. So you have to continue putting a bit of work in. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I've talked to a few different people that either have done hypnotherapy or are doing hypnotherapy. And this message comes loud and clear that all these tools that we use, none of them are the magic pill, but a tool like hypnotherapy can speed up the process slightly. You can spend, let's say, 20 hours or let's say, I don't know, eight weeks, whatever it takes to learn a new habit, or you can do a two-hour hypnotherapy session that can speed up the process for you. But you still have to put in the work to to get the final destination there. I feel like hypnotherapy has two parts to it. There's the part for mm-hmm. self-discovery, which seems like the hypnotherapy yeah. session you did and the one that also changed my life quite drastically. But then we have the hypnotherapy sessions that follow where we craft certain suggestions for your mind. We put you in a hypnotic state. And then we just give these suggestions to your mind on how you can improve, like what you want to achieve. And then we have some homework. We make this hypnotherapy recording that you listen to every night or at least every day, because repetition is what changes that, which is what changes your subconscious and habits. So you listen to it every day for two, three weeks and create a new habit or new changes in your thought pattern. So it is still up to repetition. I mean, Exactly. And I mean, to be honest, I, I have that. I have the recording. It's like 15 minutes long. I put it on when I go to bed. It makes me fall asleep easier. It's almost like a meditation. And it doesn't feel like homework. I'm actually looking forward to it every night because I know the power of what that or the power of what's about to happen, right? Like it's reworking on my subconscious level, taking out things that I, I don't want that anymore because I know deep down in my heart I don't agree with anymore and allowing new programming to come in so I can be a better version of myself. Exactly. So I want, I know that sometimes when we talk homework, that it has a negative connotation that some people associate with, right? It's like, ah, another thing I have to do, but there are homeworks that are actually pleasant and you will be looking forward to. And I've had many examples of that in my life, not just this. That's good. Normally, like when I have a hypnotherapy session myself, cause I, I do trades with other hypnotherapists, I like really mm. look forward to it. It's like, I look forward to like getting massage. I look forward to, it's relaxing. Like also it's hypnotherapy. I feel like, oh good, I get to relax. You know, I just get to be peaceful and relax and spend time like working. And find something out about yourself too. Exactly. And then you said you listen to it, you listen to the recording at night. And that's normally when most people do. But even if you fall asleep, I want everyone to know like your subconscious mind never sleeps. It's always absorbing. 
So you can even fall asleep to recording and still wake up feeling different. I like that. I like that. And I can, I can definitely see that for sure. So when we talk about past life regression, I'll to go back to that idea for a second. What do you see the reason most people come to for? Is it a curiosity piece or is it more than curiosity that brings people to do a past life regression? At least the first one. Ooh, why do most people have a past life regression? Uh, they usually have read those books, certain books that are quite popular now mm -hmm. regarding past life regression and they're curious about it. Or maybe they've met me somewhere and they, they listen to me speak. They're like, that's really fascinating. I didn't even know that was possible. I'm like, yeah, it is. If you want to give it a try. Other people, I don't know. I feel like the concept of past lives is coming up a little bit more these days, at least in certain cities, certain places, maybe not everywhere, but at least where I live in LA, most people have heard about it. But when people actually come to the past life regression and make them think before they have the session, like, what do you want to get out of it? What are you hoping to achieve? What are certain questions that you have? If you can actually connect to your higher self or spirit guides, what, what are these questions you have that you'd be curious about? And the number one question I would say most people come to me about is their life purpose. Purpose. Definitely say that. Or other people who are interested in finding out just about the afterlife or the concept of death and just like eternal or eternal souls. So there's some people that are writing books that come to me and they just want to kind of explore the concept so they have more, I don't know, I guess, experience to continue writing their book or their movie mm -hmm. or something like that, which is great. Yeah, get ideas. That's beautiful. And of course, the, the one with the purpose touches close to home because it's something I've always asked myself, like you growing up, what's my purpose? What am I meant to do in this life? And I found it through different avenues. And that's the beauty of it. You can find it in many ways. And this is just uh, one of those beautiful tools that can help you solidify the idea of what your purpose might be in this life. And I really like that you touched on the idea of intention setting, because what I have found, no matter what I do in life now, it doesn't matter which tool I'm about to use. When I set a clear intention behind why I'm doing something, while I get better results, on average, from what I've seen, but also gets you a bit more clear. And let's say if you believe that you connect to your higher self or God or universe, then it also sends a clear message of the type of information you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But what I also came to realize, and I'm curious to see your take on this, when it comes to intention setting, is to not be very firm on it. Like meaning that if my intention is to have this narrow experience, but I'm not open to whatever comes my way, whatever is needed in the moment, then I may rob myself of that experience and may feel resentful, may feel like I haven't gotten anything out of it. So what I've seen with people around me and myself is that if I have an intention, but then also have an open mind to say, you know what, I'm also willing to accept anything that comes my way, you get so much more out of the experience. And I'm curious for you, someone that's on the other end, if you've seen something similar. Yeah, it's actually bringing up a, a memory of my own. I mean, I like to set intentions, but I think we do need to be open for just what is the most important message that should come through. I mean, I've set uh, intentions for past life regressions. Normally, I mean, normally we say, let's revisit a past life that can give you guidance in this life. Whatever my spirit guides, higher self want to show me, sometimes that is what they're going to show me. So I would say be open. I mean, I even did a like a plant ceremony, plant medicine ceremony, and I made my intention. None of it. I didn't get any answers for any of my intentions, but I got what I needed. So just realize that you're going to get what you need to get in that moment. Yeah, because it's almost like the way I say it, and I'm with you on it 100%, it's like, let's say we're here and we have an intention and we think that's going to be here, but then what we get might be in between to allow us to get to that spot, right? Because we don't know what we don't know. We may think we know the answer, but likely we don't in some cases. It's more like, how do we get there? So that's why I, I find that being open-minded mm -hmm. is so crucial to anything you do like this. And I know you touched on this 
in the past, or in in the past, I mean, a few minutes ago, we talked about the idea of reincarnation and some places like LA are more open. Mm-hmm. But to me, I grew up with a church, right? Because I grew up in Romania, Eastern Europe, a Christian Orthodox. And of course, you don't have reincarnation in, in the religion. But to me, it never made sense. Even as a child, I remember that I'm like, so you're telling me the universe is this infinite thing. And time is infinite, really. But then we only live like a hundred years at best. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. So what happens before and after? So I I see more and more people are opening up to that idea, even within the church, to realize that, wait a second, yes, you know, some people are old souls, some are newer, and we all have different experience. And once you look at it that way, once you do your research, you can come up to your own conclusion. But just that if you're listening to Jessica and I talk, you likely believe something similar. And if you don't, that's fine as well, right? There's no harm done. You can have an open mind and see what happens, right? Can you challenge your own beliefs or not? Mm -hmm. And I'm welcome... Anyone can challenge me on mine and we'll see how it goes, right? Like that's the beauty of this, have an open mind. And it sounds like with hypnotherapy, with past life regression, it's the same idea. Yeah. I mean, I have my own beliefs at the moment, but I also realize beliefs can change. If I think about what I believed when I was a teenager versus now, I see an evolution of change. So I'm not very steadfast and like, this is the absolute. I'm open and I want anyone I work with to also be open. I My main tagline for my business is explore for yourself. I can't yes. tell you, I can't tell you what it is because our truths could be a little different, but you're going to get what you need and I'm going to get what I need. But overall, I mean, we all sometimes have like different, pieces of the puzzle. And if we could all just explore and kind of put our pieces of the puzzle together, I mean, that's would be amazing. Yeah, that's what life is about, right? Yeah. Do you want to find out where your piece fits and what your piece is all about? And someone I was talking to used a similar analogy to, to what you just did. And it was a lovely analogy to be reminded of because one of the ideas was that, you know, if you imagine the puzzle, like you said, right, and you put your pieces in, by putting your piece somewhere in the puzzle, you allow now the pieces that are around you to also be placed, which means that by becoming you, by uncovering who you are, what you're meant to do and, and leaving that and, and doing it, you're also allowing those people that are going to fit in next to you to, to do the same thing. It's like you're giving them permission, you're helping them. Exactly. And they're helping you in return. I mean, your podcast is inspiring other people. You're bringing up like new ideas they might have never had before. Even me talking about past life aggression, they might be like, what is that? And then they might explore it and they might just have like a mind-blowing experience. And then they put their puzzle piece into the overall equation. Yeah, it's like, oh, shoot, now I see, now I know what I'm supposed to be doing. That resonates. That makes sense, right? Yes, I just love it when people follow the breadcrumbs and it leads to yeah. something amazing. Yeah, like your example was beautiful. And it's funny, when I landed on my purpose, at least a, a good part of it, I realized the breadcrumbs were all along there. Right? I just never followed them as I should have maybe in my earlier years. And once you realize, you're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense because... Yes. All these pieces come together and yes, those are my gifts, my talents. And yes, it makes sense why I would be on this path. Yeah, connect the dots. It's funny to look exactly. back to your history and kind of see how you connect the dots. And even like when certain things happen, you're like, I don't understand why that's happening. But I just learned to like trust the process. Absolutely. Now, I want to go back for a second to the past life regression and intention setting because we talked a bit about not seeing things that you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Like maybe let's say the way you died in a previous life. Mm-hmm. As, a, as an extreme example, because I that's something that I was talking to a friend about recently. And I would imagine when you're setting your intentions, that could be part of it, right? Like what you don't want to experience while focusing, of course, the most of your energy in what you want to experience. Or have you found it differently? Well, again, I feel like 
I'm the one asking questions, but the overall session is kind of led by your higher self or spirit guides. And if they don't think you're ready to see a death scene, I don't feel like it will come through. It will be skipped over. Even okay. if I ask a question that might lead to that, my, my questions are always open-ended. I'm never, as a hypnotherapist, we have to be very careful not to feed any idea to someone that they can't come up with themselves. So we have a lot of open-ended questions as we guide people. Yeah. But in general, I just feel like if you can handle it, if, if it's meant for you to see, you will see it. And if not, if it's not relevant enough, it will be skipped over. So, I mean, when you see a past life, you're only seeing certain scenes. We can't like download the whole past life. We're seeing significant yes. parts that relate to something normally in which you're going through at the moment that can help you find guidance. So maybe the death scene is irrelevant. So I can say skip over it. We can still like afterwards in my best in the best sessions, we can even go to the afterlife. That's where I try to get everyone to go into the afterlife just to see what that feels like, to leave the body, to meet your spirit guides, and just look around and have your own experiences. I also do something called Life Between Lives. That is a hypnotherapy session that specializes, or it's mostly about the afterlife. Like maybe we'll spend a little time in a past life, but what we really want to spend the most time on is the transition between this life to the next life and like choosing how you're going to have your next life. Like what are the lessons you took from the previous life you didn't quite fulfill or did fulfill or what do you want to learn from your next life? So that's a really interesting how you choose your next body, your next situation, your parents. You also kind of make I don't know if I want to say that. Let me think. Like you, in general, we normally have like a, a soul group or a soul family. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that concept, yeah. but it's usually the people that we reincarnate with over and over again. This is often like our parents, our, you know, best friends, lovers, etc. We kind of change roles to teach each other the lessons. So even in these life between life sessions, we're kind of like talking with our spirit family, like, okay, next time I'll come back as your daughter or you'll come back as my father or, you know, certain things and what can you learn from it? So it's really interesting, yeah. that planning process. Yeah, I mean, that would explain to me a couple of things, right? Uh, last year when I went to Ecuador and had my Planetary Retreat as well, I met so many people that I felt like I knew somehow. And it was a very strong feeling. And it was not just one person. It was multiple people. And almost everyone had similar feelings about others in the group. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me now of what you just said, the soul group, right? It might not be someone in your immediate life right now, but they are sprinkled around the world. And you'll know it when you meet them. Yes. You'll have this connection that you're like, why does it feel like I know this person? I need to talk to them and I need to be around them. And I like that idea because it explains a lot of things in my mind, at least. I think most of us can say we've met someone and we just had an instant connection and it feels like, how do I know you? I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. Most people I know have at least thing. had that once in their life. Oh yeah, at least. Because everyone I talked to and I explained my experience where it was, a, you know, it was that by like 10 times more intense. They're like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've had it in my life. Before. Yeah. So and, past uh, life regressions, we can kind of see like in my past life, I'll be like, oh, that's my mother in this current life. But she was my child in a past life. That's to me often. And I was like, oh, okay. And this is why we have this, di like, this dynamic with each other this time. It kind of shows like certain traits like, oh, I understand now. This is why we have this dynamic between each other. Beautiful. I, yeah, I didn't think about it. And you talked about something that, again, reminded me of a conversation I had with a dear friend of mine. You talked about this idea of seeing beyond this life, like what happens in between lives or the afterlife, heaven, 
whatever you would like to call it. And uh, a, a dear friend of mine, she did a past life regression. She did a couple, actually. And I was asking her about her experience. And she did share that at the end or towards the end, she got to experience what happens when you're not in a physical body, when you're your higher self. And the way she explained was that it was simply just love. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just light and love. That was that. That's just this sense of pure love and nothing else. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like bliss. And I'm curious to see what your experience is in that and from your clients as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It feels so light. There's a lot of love. It feels like freedom. So I don't know. There's that part where you're leaving your body. And I don't know. It just feels free. Like the body can be so condensed and we live on such a like a dense reality. It just feels, <laughs> the best word is free. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've also, since I've had so many past life regressions, because I'm trading sessions Mm -hmm. all the time, like sometimes you're just like reunited with your soul family right away. And it just kind of feels like you're coming home to family. It feels so comfortable. It feels so free. You don't feel that sense of worry. You just feel like lightness and yeah, love. That's the best word. And sometimes the best thing you can even take from a past life regression is to feel that way. Just to have that feeling inside of you again. I, I have some people, maybe they see a past life. It's not so significant. To be honest, most past lives are not so significant. But when they actually leave their body, they just feel so happy. And I've had clients say, like, I've been depressed for a long time. And in this hypnotherapy session, this is the first time I felt really happy in the longest time that I felt love. I felt happiness. I felt uplifted. I felt free. I just felt joy. And when I know they're experiencing that in the hypnotherapy session, I just let them do it as long as I can. I'm like, okay, take 20 minutes. Feel this feeling. Feel this vibration inside of you. Because when you have, when you reacquaint yourself with this feeling, imagine like you're in depression. You're not feeling this feeling, but if you're acquainted with it, I mean, if you have that vibration inside of you, then you attract more of it. Even outside your hypnotherapy session, once you feel it, you attract more of it. So it's, I'm so happy if someone can just feel that and then go out of the office after their session with me with feeling a little bit more uplifted because more good things will happen for them. Yeah, I love that. And um, I like to touch on the fact that, again, it's awareness, right? Now you're aware of what it feels like and not only what it feels like, that you can actually feel it mm. by whatever may happen outside of your of the session right now in your actual world. So just that awareness. And if you do that homework like you're talking about with the recording, and you remind yourself that it's, I would imagine it's likely easier to connect with it later to bring yourself up, to remind yourself of those good times. It's almost like, if I may, I would equate to the idea of being grateful and mm-hmm. reminding yourself always of what's good in your life. And this could be one of those things. Ooh, I'm grateful for the session where I got to really feel love for the first time in my life mm-hmm. or true love or unconditional love. Or not necessarily for the first time in my life, but maybe for the first time in many years. Remembrance. Exactly. Yeah. But even people who are trying to manifest, they're like, you have to embody the feelings in order to attract it. So, I mean, of course, we can call this a hypnotherapy session, but it's also helping you manifest the next thing that you want to manifest. Oh, yeah. I love that you touched on that. Absolutely. Because what you think about, what you tell yourself is unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, what's going to show up in your life. I say unfortunately because a lot of us, due to trauma or beliefs or society, we think about things that are not beneficial to us and then we manifest those. Exactly. I think our mind is very fertile and we have to be very careful what we feed our minds. Just like we feed our body, we should be very attentive what we put in our body, but also in our mind. I'm 
I mean, ever since I started to be a hypnotherapist, I'm very conscious of what's going on around me. Of course, we can't stop what's happening in life. There are certain tragedies. There's things we can avoid. People get older. People have health issues. I mean, we're going to have some stress in our life, but we don't need to add unnecessary stress. So for example, I don't watch the news. I might read the headlines, but I don't watch the news and I won't like watch like horror movies or anything. That's unnecessary. I don't need to, you know, put fear-based thoughts in my mind. Yeah. And even when I do have to like deal with some parts of reality, like what, like the news, I'm like, okay, I understand this is going on in the world. I don't want to be ignorant to it. I want to be aware, but now with this other part of my evening, let's try to balance it out. Let's do like a positive meditation or even hypnotherapy or just something to balance at least. Yeah, no, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I resonate with it 100%. And you're right. It's not about ignoring what's going on in the world mm-hmm. at large. But the reality is that most of us have little power to change anything outside of our own small world. And really big changes happen because we make small changes to ourselves and to our world. And then those around us make their small changes. And all of a sudden, we have these big changes that may impact Earth, right? We now can reduce global warming effects, right? Or we can stop wars in other countries or famine or whatever the case might be. But most individuals, if they try to tackle it themselves, will likely fail. So then try to put that energy, like you said, put it back onto you, work on yourself, do those amazing things, and then it will happen. Yeah, I think even small changes are important. And even small things can end up to be large things. I don't know. I when I was I was just in New York City last week and there was a, a sign on a bench and it said everyone is stressed out or anxious or uh, worried about something. Like ask someone how they are and mean it because I mean yes. we all have something going on. So if we could actually just be kinder, I think we could already make a big change in our lives. I do think yes. that kindness has a rippling effect. And just even having a conversation, a meaningful conversation, whether you know it or not, it might even prevent someone from maybe committing suicide later on that night. Just that one conversation you had with someone. So I really believe in kindness. If we can just, I know we all have stressful lives in one way or another, but if we can just somehow be kind, at least to someone once a day, that we're setting a good intention. It can go along with you 100%. (laughs) Even a smile to a stranger on the street. Well, you're right about that because we just talked about love, right? And the feeling that Mm -hmm. you get when you're experiencing past life. Mm -hmm. Not the past life, but the in-between and, Mm -hmm. you know, the the eternal heaven or universe, whatever. It's all about love. And if we think about it in our own lives, love feels so good. And love is being kind, Mm -hmm. compassionate, empathic. So if that makes us feel good, why not do more of it? Sure. And what I have found with being kind to others, and I actually have a sign right above me here that says be kind. It's all about you in the end, because I'm kind to you, let's say, Jessica, but it makes me feel good as well. And of course, I impacted your life, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me what the impact is, because I don't know what the impact is. So what I mean, it doesn't matter. Of course, it should matter because you made someone stay week, month, whatever, but it doesn't matter in the sense that you can't control what you feel from what I did or the impact that it has in your life. But we can definitely control how it impacts our life. Mm-hmm. Like how does it make us feel? And usually for me, not usually, every time, it makes me feel so much better. And it reinforces the fact that, you know what? I want to be more like this. I want to continue doing this and I want to promote this because it's making me feel good. It's making me improve as a human being. And yeah, personal development in the end. Yeah, it feeds your soul, I would say. 
Exactly, exactly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we touched on so many parts with, well, all of this, right? Let me ask you this, with past life regression or hypnotherapy, what were some of the biggest aha moments for you that we haven't talked about that maybe you would want to share, either from you or other clients that you're like, wow, I can't believe they actually got out of this. Sorry, they got this out of this situation. I mean, there are certain sessions I've had with others that I didn't expect it to go the way I had imagined. I actually had uh, a client see herself as another person's spirit guide. So I didn't even know that was possible. She was someone's spirit guide where she was kind of like trying to save him from danger, like giving him certain thoughts or certain ways to escape a dangerous situation. I'm like, wow, I never thought that was even possible. So just wow. even the idea that we have like this human existence, but even in a reincarnation, we might not be human. We might be a spirit guide. I've also had past life regressions where people have uh, experiences on other planets. So that is actually more common than people think. So the earth realm is not the only realm that people can reincarnate on. We can get lessons from multiple planets. I mean, it's pretty endless. I mean, I only had one reincarnation that I've seen so far on another planet. And unfortunately, I was like a failed alien species. But still, I'm just like, wow, I didn't expect to see that. That's beautiful. I mean, it resonates with what I believe as well. I mean, if we believe in reincarnation and we believe that we have a soul and we are this infinite divine being, then how can we believe Earth is the only place that has life? Exactly. Right? So that's that's what I go up. Like, if I believe all these things and then I say, no, no, but Earth is the only place where we can reincarnate on. No. Something is missing. No, there's life (laughs) lessons for us in many different ways dimensions planets another concept i'm trying to also understand i'm still in the process of learning about this as i evolve it's parallel life so i've seen a few parallel lives that i was curious about like why do i keep coming back during like the vietnam war i mean this has happened i've been a soldier in the war in the vietnam side i've been american soldier and i've also just been a guy in vietnam who's working on his rice patties watching like the war like the fighter pilots above him. I'm like, why do I have so many lives in this one particular time frame? So I'm trying to understand, but from my spirit guides, they're trying to tell me that if we are a very evolved soul, like there's a, this word called oversoul. They showed it to me like a hand, like, you know, you're this oversoul, but you can come down in different bodies at the same time and learn multiple lessons at once and see different perspectives. Mm. So I don't know. I have this certain time frame where I'm just in different bodies learning different perspectives. So I can wow. see what it feels like to be on one side of the war versus the other side of the war. And just like a, a standard, like, I don't know, someone's not in the war, but just seeing it from another perspective as well. That's a very interesting concept. First time I hear about that. That's makes sense to me now. I mean, of course, I have to sit with it, but that's very, yeah, very interesting. I didn't expect that. I didn't know. I mean, wow, I'm still learning about it. Uh, My journey, I mean, I've been working as a hypnotherapist, past life regressionist, but there's still more lessons for me. Like there's evolution. Like they, they teach me something, but there's more to come. There's always more lessons, more revelations, more concepts, but they give it to me in increments that I have some time to kind of digest it. Well, the integration of all yeah. this is so crucial, right? All the lessons. And I found that with plant medicine and other, other things as well. And I love what you said there because I used to be a gamer, a big time gamer on the PC consoles. And I love the concept in gaming where you level up 
to get to the most powerful level you can be. But then, of course, the, there is equipment and weapons and things you can acquire along the way, but some you can't equip until you reach a certain skill set or level. And this sounds to me very similar to what you're explaining as well. It's like life is like this. They can't really give you those lessons or your higher self can give you those lessons no, because you're not ready. I mean, you may not even understand them or you might be like, what's this? It may confuse you further. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're learning and learning and then you become able now to understand more lessons and they come your way. That's how I see life as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good Because if I want to be an expert at anything, like let's say playing guitar or like, you know, I play so- soccer since I've been growing up. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I want to be doing, but I can't just jump in and do them right away. And there are some things I'll never be able to do because I don't put enough time or I start too late in life or whatever the case might be. Evolution. It's just you're progressing. Evolution. Exactly. You have like high school math to a kindergartner. So it's- yeah. Let me ask you one other question that I know keeps popping up in my mind. Mm-hmm. I did my hypnotherapy session over Zoom mm-hmm. and... I was like, I didn't believe how well it went in the sense that the connection was there between the hypnotherapist and myself and like how well it went. I'm assuming you do sessions virtually or in person, but have you seen big differences or just minor differences between doing it in person versus virtual? No difference at all. No difference. Wow. No. Now that to me is amazing, right? And it speaks to the connection that two individuals, two souls can create in this beautiful world. Yeah. And that really space is not an issue or like, you know, distance between. Yeah, exactly. I would just say, I mean, I've had amazing hypnotherapy sessions with people in other parts of the world, like Africa, whatever. It's amazing. I just say, make sure you can plug your computer in. Only one time this one girl's computer died during our session. Like the battery went out, but um, otherwise it's been good. But even with that said, I wanted to just say again, no one gets stuck in hypnosis. There's nothing to worry about. She just realized I had stopped talking to her. She like opened her eyes. And she's like, oh, my computer. She plugged it in and then we just went back to it. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. And I know you said that you started your journey with hypnotherapy about 10 years ago now with your business. So if you could go back in time to, to that period mm-hmm. and there was like one piece of advice you could give to that younger self of you starting this beautiful journey, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh gosh, you know, it's not easy to be an entrepreneur and have your own business. I would say, I mean, I like, I discovered my purpose and I had this idea like, okay, once you find your purpose, everything lines up for you. And that's not what happens. My spirit guides are like, no, we are going to challenge you to make sure you really want this. So, I mean, definitely in the beginning, I mean, definitely follow your purpose, but realize that you might have to like have another job along the way. You might need to, you know, it's quite, quite common. And even people I work with who are exploring their purpose, maybe they want to be musicians or artists. I'm like, do it because you love it. But yes, you still, there might be situations when you need to have other finances coming in. So, you know, take a job. But don't give up on your purpose. And I had a bit of the same with my own journey of having my own business as well. So do it because you love it. I mean, if it makes you all the money that you need to survive, that is amazing. But if it doesn't, still do it. That's what I would say. I love that message. And the only thing I would add to that, and it sounds like we would be at an agreement here, but I'm curious. It's try to also bring your purpose into whatever work you do to bring that money in. Sure. Yeah. Even so, if you can. I mean, it's great to be diverse in different skills. I mean, I'm actually quite happy that I've had like different jobs in the past and different skill sets because when I look at it now, it all makes sense. Yes, it's all the lessons you need to be able to be at this level now and get all this information to work with. Yeah, you resonate with other people. I mean, of course, 
it's nice to live in your la la lands and the spiritual realm. I love it. But sometimes I need to also be grounded and, and, you know, be realistic. That's how you can connect with people too, because people are on different levels of their spiritual evolution and you have to relate to them because I've been there. So because I've had my own ups and down challenges, I think it just helps me again, like help others along their way. Exactly. I love that message. It resonates really well. Is there anything else that you'd like to share or add that we haven't talked about yet that the audience may find beneficial? Either I don't know, hypnotherapy, past life regression, or anything else you've gone through or you do in life? I would just say, give it a go. Experiment with life. That's why we're here. We're here to experiment, to learn lessons, to have, I mean, have experiences, to connect with people. I guess I would just say do something every day or often at least that pushes you outside your comfort zone. Like I'm not used to doing being on podcasts. This is me pushing myself outside my comfort zone, but I'm very happy now. So I'm glad I did it. And sometimes you're like, oh, I might be a little nervous to do this, but then you do it and you're like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And that's another aspect of myself that wanted to be expressed. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah. Take a chance. Beautiful message. Beautiful say, message. Yeah. And I've also traveled a lot in my life and I, I really highly recommend people just to travel, to experience different cultures, different people, just be open-minded. I mean, when you start to see things from different perspectives, you understand humanity more as a whole. And that's also a great thing that I've experienced in past life aggressions, because when you do a past life aggression, you are stepping into the shoes of someone that you aren't currently today. And you can start to feel what their life is like. Like, for example, I've had most of my past lives, I've been like a really hard worker in this life too. But I had like this one particular life where I was uh, a gardener and I just, I had all these blisters on my hands, my back hurt, I was in the heat. And I'm just like, wow, I didn't realize how hard it was. So anytime I walk past someone who's, you know, a hired gardener or even a construction worker, like I have this internal sympathy for some of the pains they might be having which i wouldn't have probably thought of if i didn't have this past life so i don't know i just see pe people differently i kind of to some extent can resonate with what they're going through and that makes me a more compassionate person such a beautiful message i love that <laughs> and yeah i can't find anything else to add there beautiful so where can people find you if they want to work with you if they want to read more about you learn more about what you do okay well my business is called spirit explorations and most I mean, you type that into Google, Instagram, Facebook. I have a Facebook group as well. If people want to like join the Facebook group, we're just talking about all of our experiences, you know, trying to put our puzzle pieces together. I am uh, spiritexplorations.com. It will, I mean, just type that in. You'll find my Instagram, Facebook, and everything else. I will put it in the description as well so people can click on it from there. Well, Jessica, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show and being vulnerable, authentic, and sharing all these beautiful messages with us. And it got me more excited about trying my own past life regression at some point in the near future, right? So, you know, lots to learn from so many different people and experiences and tools and mm -hmm. gifts that we, we have within us. So thank you. Yes, of course. I loved it. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And I want to thank the audience for staying with us and listening. If you want to find out more about Jessica, of course, go to her website, spiritexplorations.com. And of course, you can find in the description as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this exploration of personal transformation. Your presence and engagement are at the heart of what we do, and I sincerely appreciate you, your time, 
and thirst for knowledge, inspiration and empowerment. Please consider showing your support by hitting like, subscribe, leaving a comment or writing a review. Your engagement not only fuels our mission, but also helps others discover these insights. For more daily guidance on personal transformation across the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical realms, be sure to visit our website at unleashthyself.com. You can also find us on Instagram at unleashthyselftoday, TikTok and YouTube at unleashthyself, and there we post daily content designed to inspire and empower you on your journey. If you have any specific thoughts, questions, or feedback, I truly value your input. Or if you'd like to have a conversation with me, or work with me, please feel free to email me directly at constantine at unleashthyself.com. I would love to hear from you. Together, we're building a community united in authenticity and purpose. Once again, thank you for being a part of this movement. Until next time, continue to embrace your true self and live a life on purpose, with purpose. See you in the next episode.